Hey, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project. Just before I get you to our interview, I just wanted to point out that this was recorded on a live Facebook video. Now, the plus side of that is you get to ask questions and get answers from your favorite pageant queens. Unfortunately, the downside, being in Australia with our slightly dodgy internet, is that you may hear some audio crackling in the background, and I've actually contacted the people that do our software. There's nothing they can do about it. It's just because Australia is so far from everywhere, so I apologize for that slight loss in audio quality. Uh, but if you can put up with that, I do think the flip side is well worth it. So, without further ado, let's get you to our interview. I'm Adrian from The Pageant Project, and I'm here with Lauren Parkinson, who is Miss Grand Wales 2018-2019. Lauren, welcome to the show, finally. Hi, I'm so excited. <laughs> we had a few technical issues with fancy headphones. Now, Lauren... Don't trust Beats. <laughs> don't trust Beats. I was actually going to buy a pair of Beats the other day. I'm glad I no, didn't. These, these are my second pair. They broke. That's no good. Okay, now you've yeah. got obviously a large support base because they're sending lots of questions in already. So <laughs> I promised them, whilst you sent your mum to get your headphones, I promised them that we'd start by answering some of these questions first because they've been patiently waiting for us. So okay. <laughs> here, we go. here we go. So Chloe Lake has asked you, what made you want to win the Miss Grand Wales crown? What about the Miss Grand International organisation attracted you to it? Um, so... As a victim of a violent attack, um, to me, the message of stop the war on violence was something that was really personal and I could really connect with on a deeper level. Um, so I think it's just knowing that I can really connect with the Miss Grand International's message and it's the right suit for me, like it fits me perfectly. Like everything the pageant stands for is something that I can really connect with. So I think that's what brought me to Miss Grand International. All right. I'm sorry to hear about the violent attack. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're not the not the first um, pageant competitor that I've spoken to who's suffered through that. Chloe has also Chloe must who's Chloe? Do you, you must know Chloe because she's, she's asked like <laughs> she's asked like she's four questions. To, she's coming to Myanmar to support me. So okay, so I'm assuming Chloe is asking these just so you got something to talk about because Chloe must know the answers <laughs> to all of these. Chloe has also asked, "What are you most excited for about your time with Miss Grand?" in Myanmar next month? Um, I think meeting all the girls and trying new food. Um, I love food. <laughs> like, I think that's my number one thing. Tell you're not allowed to eat. It's, no, you just go to the gym and work harder. <laughs> eat anything you want, as long as you work it off in the gym, it's fine. Okay, all right. That's a good, that's a good tip right there. Okay, yeah. so... Chantelle O'Donoghue has asked, what is your personal strategy to overcome nerves and anxiety before interview and the stage? And I think Chantelle was on my Instagram live before she's from Sydney. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for me, um, interview is always one of those things where I try and get inside my head. Um, but in the morning before interview, whilst I'm getting ready, I usually watch my favorite TV show, takes my mind off it. 
And then when I get in there, I'm like, okay, it's just a conversation. It's just speaking to the judges and telling them about me. Like there is no wrong answer. So you've just got to get the mentality of realizing that you cannot get this wrong. It is all your opinions and it's all about you. So as long as you know yourself inside out, you'll be fine. And just getting that mentality of going in there and remembering that. You have to tell us what your favorite TV show is, though. Okay, so The Real Housewives, any of them, <laughs> but I do love Beverly Hills. <laughs> okay, all right. So you so, pump yourself up for the interview by watching Desperate Housewives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. This is unique. Okay, uh, let me go through. Okay, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe again has asked, can you give us a clue about your national costume? Okay, so... I feel like national costume is always a difficult one and most people in Wales have already done something similar to, you know, always like the generic national costume. So I thought keep it simple, strip it back and just don't let the outfit outshine me. Make sure that my personality and comes across on stage. So I don't want anything too big and too out there. So I thought keep it simple and go for that. Hmm. But it's white with some other colors <laughs> interesting i've i've been to wales um my my, my ex fiance went to wales to live so i visited her in wales uh and we visited well, she was living in cardiff um okay. at the royal welsh was the royal welsh college of music and drama i think rwcmd and we went for a holiday in snowdonia and um i cannot understand the Welsh spelling or like how you do that pronunciation. It's the word is this long and it's just oh, syllable. No vowels. <laughs> yes. And that means it's just a place in Wales. It's actually a town. Well, wait, say that again. I don't think I've got it all correct, but I know the basis of it. It's Llanfair Pwrgwyn get good gelllan tysilio go go go. Okay. You, you could have thought that's a place name? Yeah. It, like, you go to the train station and the sign is, like, huge. I know. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. If there's a... If there's a talent section, all you need to do is speak Welsh. Believe me, <laughs> the most impressive talent out of everything. Okay, um, Sarah Blissett has said hello. Chloe Lake Hi. has said, you have been competing for a while now. This is your second national title. Can you tell us how that's helped you grow? So before you answer Chloe's question, what was your first national title? It was Galaxy, wasn't it? Uh, Galaxy Wales. Um, but previously before that, I did um, Miss World Wales, so the Miss Wales competition. Um, didn't have a clue what pageants were about, didn't even know what a pageant was. And then I fell in love and then went to Galaxy. Um, I competed in Galaxy last year, handed over in March this year and went straight into the UK power pageant. Right. What's the UK power pageant? Because here in Australia, the Aussie power pageant has, there are three pageants in one. What's the UK power pageant? Three pageants in one. So we have intercontinental um England, Scotland, and Wales. So they crown three girls for that. Then we have Miss Grand in, uh, International, which they crown Wales, Scotland, and England. And then they have um, Miss International UK. Hmm. 
Okay, that's interesting because here in Australia, uh, Miss Intercontinental is one of the three, but the other two are what's called Miss Global Australia. Global, yeah. And the other one is Australia's Teen Queen. So it sounds like... See, I know, have... I know the director of the, um, the Aussie pad, Power Pageant. She also directs Galaxy, Lucinda. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right, yeah. And we have the Aussie Power Pageant coming up in two weeks. When is Miss yeah. Grand International? Three weeks? Three weeks. So on that note, how are you? How just to divert from the questions for a while? How how are you feeling? Three weeks out. I mean, you've won a title before, so I'm assuming everything's under control and it's all good. Yeah, um, it's it's stressful because Galaxy is only a week in America, and it's pretty much fun. Like it's you have a lot of spare time. You can do stuff. Like we all went to um, Universal and had a really good time because I mean there was nine of us that went out from the UK. Um, to represent the UK, all different countries. Mm. Uh, but Grand is an intense three weeks. And from what I've heard, it's nonstop. You do activities every single day. Three weeks. Yeah. So, but I'm looking forward to it. Like, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a new experience. And I'm always looking forward to new experiences. Um, but I can't wait to find out who my roommate is. This is what I'm excited for. <laughs> <laughs> is when do you find that out when you check in and you, I and you find so. out? I think when we get there. But I hope okay. she likes chocolate because I'm going to be bringing a load of chocolate oh, from the UK. Okay. I, I've made it my personal mission to find a pageant girl who doesn't like chocolate. I haven't even asked oh, you yet. And you've already I'm not said a big that. fan. I'm not a big fan of chocolate. You're um, just carrying I'm it a around. savory person. Like, if I was going to get, like, after meal treat, it would be like a cheese board or something. So why are you bringing chocolate then? Why don't you bring they something? They might like chocolate. It's always a good gesture, like a goodwill gesture brings something. Fair enough. Uh, I've had this. friends with your roommates. <laughs> you do, but you, yeah, okay. I won't argue with you. You know more about it than I do. I just think it's amazing that everyone loves, in the pageant world, everyone loves chocolate. So Chloe did ask, can you tell us how it's helped you grow? So being your second national title, how it's helped you grow? So I think nothing can really prepare you for a pageant. It doesn't matter how much experience you've got. Every single system is different. But the one thing I can say is it helps knowing a little bit about what to expect from doing Galaxy International. Um, it's kind of helped me with like the packing preparations, planning my outfits, um, knowing what I want to do on stage. So the preparation behind that, I already have an idea of what I want to do from doing Galaxy. Um, but when you get there, obviously, it's all going to be so different. I mean, it's in Asia, and I've never been to Asia before. I've been to America three times now. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's the culture difference as well, I think, which I'm I'm looking forward to, obviously, experiencing new cultures. That's what I love doing. So the preparation to go in there isn't really there, but the preparation for everything before. Have you been to Australia? You're going to be very close to Australia. No. And my friend actually lives in Australia and he was like, why don't you just fly over once you've finished in Asia and then you can come and see me? And I was like, I can't get the time off work. <laughs> Three weeks to do the pageants, probably as much time as you all held already. Yeah. Uh, Chantel has asked, what is your personal motto or what quote keeps you motivated? Just stay true to who you are. I think that's one thing um, I've always stuck by and it's not that people try and change me but you also don't want to let pageants change you always remain humble um 
uh, and I get a lot of feedback from pageant girls who are like, you know, with a crown on your head or not, you still engage with everyone. Whenever you go to appearances, you always talk to everyone. And I'm like, yeah, because they look up to me. You know, these younger pageant girls, you need to like be a role model for them and just remain humble and always speak to everyone and involve everyone in everything you're doing. Um, so that's one thing I always stand by. Stay true to who you are and be humble. Oh, that's that's really, really good advice. Uh, Natalie Maloney, I don't know if this is a hey, friend Natalie. of yours. <laughs> well, I was going to say she's probably a friend of yours because she's managed to finish her question with the Welsh flag. So she <laughs> must be from Wales. How are you preparing in terms of mindset for internationals, she's asked. Okay, so... <sighs> mindset wise it's usually i like i prepare the day before so if it's the day before competition or something like that the night before i'll visualize myself on stage um and then you've really got the mentality of knowing exactly what you want to do on stage um but as for all the activities and stuff like that i'm just going to go there have a really good time take as much as i possibly can from this experience um but i'm just really excited to go I'm so looking forward to it. So that's a good mindset to be in before we even head off. Well, excited is a much better mindset than stress out of your mind. So <laughs> yeah. I, I would go with that. I leave the uh, stress in for my mum. <laughs> <laughs> lucky mum. All right. I feel sorry for pageant mums. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Blissett has asked, how many outfits will you be taking to Myanmar? Okay, so we have one suitcase, that's all we have, and a hand luggage. Our director decided to break the news to us and that we couldn't get another suitcase. Um, so I'm actually packing 40 outfits, and I don't know how I'm doing In it yet. My mum is an expert suitcase? packer. Yeah, but I'm going to take all my competition stuff and everything else that I can fit in my hand luggage because I'll have a suitcase and a handbag. Okay, well, back us up. So what was this a director from up above that you're only allowed to bring one suitcase, is it? No, this is our director from the UK, unfortunately, with the flights that we get, and they only allow one suitcase. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it sucks, but we've got to make do. And if it means outfit repeats, I don't, I don't mind, as long as I can get everything there. <laughs> I, okay. I have no idea how you're going to handle that. Is it possible to buy extra luggage? Well, we're flying with Qatar, and it's 40 US dollars per kilo. Wow. So, no, <laughs> I don't have that sort of money. <laughs> okay, well, that that's, jeez, uh, I don't know how you're going to do it, because when I've seen pageant queens competing overseas for, like, a three-day pageant, that my friend went with her parents, and, like, she, and they had two suitcases. I think out of the total six cases, five of them were pageant outfits and heels and national costume. So yeah. for you to put it in one, that's going to take some really innovative packing. Well, my, my mum and her friend are really good packers. So I'm entrusting them with the job of packing my suitcase. But then when you go through security and they go, did you pack your suitcase? I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> But hang on, you said your friend is going with you. So can you just wedge stuff in her suitcase? Unfortunately, they're flying out on the 17th and we fly out on the 4th. And Miss Grand ruling is that we can't have any contact with family and friends. Wow, they've really thought this through. It's like you're being thrown in jail. You're not allowed any. Okay. All right. Um, Apollonia 
Oh, I'm not going to try pronouncing that second name. It's Llewellyn. <laughs> Llewellyn, yeah. God, Welsh. It's giving me nightmares again. Um, what's your favourite round and why? Okay, so I used to love, well, in Galaxy we did fashion wear round, which is a bit similar to the national costume. Um, and I used to think that was my favourite round until I fell in love with bikini. And this was last year after I competed at internationals. I just loved bikini around. Like I worked hard in the gym um, and I'm always a firm believer of healthy body, healthy mind. Mm -hmm. um, so when I go to the gym, obviously I get motivated. I get home from the gym and I'll start planning everything. So it puts me in that mindset. So now I absolutely love bikini rounds. Swimwear is my fave. What's your favorite go-to exercise to work off that cheese platter? <laughs> I, I tend to do a lot of cardio. Um, I, I did have a personal trainer last year, so he taught me quite a few and kicked my butt into shape. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your mum, I'm assuming it's your mum, is it Louise? Yeah. Your mum has commented that, she's commented, I got this, which I assume is referring to the packing side of it. And the stress, probably. <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely got the stress. Heather Louise Hughes has asked, what has been your favourite moment since winning your crown? So I would assume that since winning the national title for Miss Grand. Yeah, so actually my favourite moment was, um, obviously Galaxy was my first title. Um, this year I had the honour to go back and help Galaxy out with their international pageants. Um, and the director, Maria Torres, actually asked me to judge her Bayer's Latina pageant. Uh, so that's been the highlight is getting to spend time with all my Galaxy family and also representing the grand title out in America. So, yeah, it was so much fun. How did it feel judging, being on the other side for once? Um, I'm quite used to judging. I get asked quite a lot in the UK to um, go and help out and judge pageants. Uh, but on a bigger scale, like a, an international title, um, it was really fun and it was, I loved the interviews because every girl had a different story um, and you, it really helps you um, get to know them more. And it also helps me because when I judge, I'm like, okay, well, if I don't like that on them, I, don't, I would never do it for me. So it also helps me see different interview strategies, what girls come in and they do in their interview and what they do on stage. So, Yeah. Now, uh, for the people watching keep sending in your questions i might actually start interviewing lauren just for a little <laughs> bit if that's okay because i feel we've done five minutes or 10 minutes of technical difficulties and then 20 minutes of answering questions so but please by all means send in the questions i love them i will come back to them but lauren let me just lead off by asking when i was talking to you the other day you it was like two two in the morning and you had just finished work um so obviously, and you're doing that, I'm assuming, so that you can afford to, to compete in pageantry. So obviously, pageantry means, I can see you nodding your head, pageantry yeah. must mean the world to you because otherwise you do not work until one in the morning or two in the morning. So why, why do you keep doing this? I mean, you've already won a national title. For some people, that would be enough. Why do you keep doing it? Um, so I think in the UK, it's so difficult to find sponsors. I'm lucky I do have an amazing sponsor. Um, but I, 
I don't like to ask for too much. Um, I, I enjoy working as well. Like I've always been taught to earn your own money. So ever since a young age, my dad made me work in his cafe, just washing pots or something. So I'm actually um, an estate agent in the day mm-hmm. uh, and I work there four days a week. And then of an evening, I work in a local, it's like a sports club, like pub. Mm-hmm. So it's where the football teams, local football teams play um, football matches and then they all come in for food and drinks afterwards. Um, so that's just extra money to keep my car running because I work 20 minutes away from my house. So I need to drive back in two. It's, and pageants cost a lot. They do. But I enjoy them so much. I've met some of my best friends through pageants. And Chloe's one of them. And then I have Joanna, who actually, when I was helping out with Galaxy, she won the international crown. So I was like, ah, I got to see her win her dream title. So, and I think that's what pageants are about. You know, girls, you know, no matter what happens, they're all so happy for each other. And I just, I love pageants. I really do. So is it possible to tell me who you would have been without pageants or who you were before pageants? I don't even know. Like before pageants, um, I was in studying in university um, and then obviously um, something awful happened to me and I just had to come back home. Um, and at that point, I was at an all-time low. Like I don't think I'd ever felt that way before. And it was all new to me. And the, the feelings that I was feeling were very new and I'd not experienced that before because I was always such a confident, outgoing person. Um, and through that thing that happened to me I was able to find pageants my, one of my friends competed in Miss Wales um, and it just made me gain my confidence back and I think that's the main thing about pageants is people think we're you know self-centered and that's who we are like we love ourselves because we get on stage and parade around like no that's not it at all it's all about your self journey and um, how you can better yourself with helping out in your community or having a platform so I think um, people kind of get the wrong idea of pageants. So I want to be that person to try and educate those on what we what we do and why we do it, because we do love it. Every pageant girl says that they love it. So That's really interesting that you said that, because one of my very good friends, um, the reason that she entered pageantry in the first place was she was violently assaulted uh, by by a girl, actually, not by by a guy, and she then went through depression and anxiety and quite severe PTSD, um, post traumatic stress, and it was only after that that she entered pageants because she felt it gave her a chance to escape from from everything. It gave her a chance to be someone else. So was that similar to the journey that you went through? Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's never anything I, I haven't openly spoken about it just because I don't want to play victim I'm not the victim of this I'm so much stronger than what I was um, so I also want to use that story to educate others that you can you don't have to be a victim you can use your voice and you can listen to others and hear their experiences as well um, and I'm never one to dwell on the past I'm all for moving forward and I'm such a better person than I was so yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it takes tremendous courage to, to move past that and adopt the mindset that you have because, I mean, I don't think a guy, for one, could ever understand what that's like. And um, you said it, it you know, brought up feelings that you'd never had before, and understandably mm-hmm. so. So to go into pageants, it's, um, it's a good thing that you found pageants. But I also think that's not something that someone would expect, that uh, if you had 
been through an assault or something violent that you would find sort of escape through pageantry. They might almost see it as the opposite. Yeah, probably, yeah. But I just feel like the whole journey that I went on through Miss um, World Wales, you do an empowerment day. And it was it literally, I, I was so sceptical going in, I've got to admit, like, I was like, what am I doing? What is this? Is it a modelling competition? What is it? Is it, like, I had no idea. So with the Empowerment Day, it, it, like, all the girls were supporting each other, and that's one thing that I loved about it, is no matter what happened to me, whilst I was in that weekend of pageant land, it took everything away from me. Like, I was having fun I forgot about everything that happened to me and I think it's an it's an escape for some girls I think it really is an escape yeah that's um that's a really important point too because as you mentioned a lot of people think in pageants that the girls are running around you know sabotaging each other's equipment stabbing each other in the back not literally metaphorically (laughs) cutting each other's dresses up Exactly. And there are always, you know, one or two, but that doesn't prove the rules. So by and large, what I've been told in Australia pageantry and what I've seen is that the girls are incredibly supportive of one another, which is quite unusual sometimes for an all-female setting. And that's one of the things that they love most, particularly with Miss Grand here in Australia. I don't know if it's the same over in in the UK, but Miss Grand has a reputation here for really being a family rather than a competition. Yeah, so under my director, um, Holly um, Louise, she runs Galaxy UK and she runs the Power Pageant and Miss Teen Great Britain. So altogether, I think she crowns over 20-something queens. I can't even remember how many there is of us. Wow. Um, it is like a family. Like I was with my, my little sister queens from the Miss Teen Great Britain competition last night and we had so much fun together catching up. And I think that's what I enjoy. And even as finalists, you are still a part of the pageant girl family. Um, and it's just amazing. Like, I enjoy it so much. And every time I see my director, I'm like, I'm back again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get rid of me. Yeah. After I said that I was doing power pageant, after I handed over, she was like, oh, I thought you were done for a year. <laughs> well, I mean, on that note, where, how far do you see this going? Like, do you have a particular goal in mind? And then once you achieve that, you'll be done? Or is it for you just a case of you enjoy it so much, you find it so empowering that you're going to keep doing it for as long as you possibly can? So I think after I hand over my Miss Grand title, um, my mind is very unsure about where I want to go. Um, and I don't want to jump into something and it be the wrong decision. I think that's always the best thing is think about things and think about what next steps you really want to take. So I think I'll probably take a year off um, and also book my flights. Um, I'm heading out actually with Chloe next year. We're going to America to support the Galaxy system again because we absolutely love it. It's like one big, massive family. Um, So I'm looking forward to going and supporting Galaxy next year and just taking a year off and just having fun. But I'll still be involved in pageants. I'll still go to um, events held by some of the finalists and I'll probably still annoy my, my director. I'll just pop at a dress shop and I'll be like, I'm ready to buy another dress. So if we fast forward three, four, five weeks, end of Miss Grand International, let's say that you take this thing out. What would you do with your reign? What would you most like to be remembered for? Oh, that's a hard one. Because there's a lot of things I'd like to be remembered for. Um, I pride myself in being the best version of myself. 
Um, and I also enjoy engaging with other people and listening to them and hearing their stories. Um, so I think it's just all about listening to others and taking as much from each experience. Um, so if I was lucky enough to take the Miss Grand International title home to Wales, um, it'd be good to also put that on the map. Um, the UK pageants, we get a lot of bad press in the UK about pageants. And I think for something like that, it would be so good for Wales to be like, we won! <laughs> like, it'd be amazing. Um, but ultimately, I'm, I, I can't say deep down that I wouldn't like to win, but I just want to take as much as possible from the experience. So I think if I was to have won my message and what I'd want to be remembered for is just being a humble queen that would um, listen to others and take in as much as possible. Well, I hope that if you do win, that they have sort of the crazy level of celebrations that I suppose that I saw when I was over there when you guys won a rugby match. I mean, I think oh, okay. I was yeah. I think I was over there during the World Cup. And was it the Grand Slam? I, I I can't I can't remember. But all I remember was I was, was going in back a few years ago. It was yes, because I was and, at the Grand Slam in Cardiff and they won, and I was like, yeah. All I remember was my fiance at the time telling me, okay, we can't go out anywhere today because there's a rugby match on. And I was like, and I come from Australia. I'm like, we're, we're passionate about rugby. I was like, what do you mean? And then literally you go outside, you can't go anywhere. Everyone's in a pub getting very, very severely pissed. And every time you guys scored or won, like the whole city went into gridlock. thrown up in the air. So I'm, I'm hoping that you get, you know, maybe – some percentage of that, I think, that would be a great thing. Uh, you said that pageants in UK get a bad rep. I mean, I can't say they get a good rep here. In Australia, pageants are relatively unknown. It's not a big thing here. But what sort of um, press have pageants gotten or the reception that pageants have gotten in the UK? So um, I remember it was like a few years back, um, one of the big um, national titles um, pageants was happening and a TV show took to TV to say that they had these teams in swimwear and stuff like that. It was just, it was a, it was a very um, biased panel of um, people that were trying to have a debate. There was no one there that was for pageants. Um, and I remember um, my director phoning up and being like, you're actually discussing my pageant so you know, it would be good if you could have my opinion. She's like, yeah. you don't realize these girls actually raise a lot of money for charities. Um, yeah. And then they cut her off there. They didn't want to know. Um, and I think that they just don't listen to us. They don't see that we're not being forced to do this. It's something we enjoy. And they use swimwear as a demeaning um, thing for women. You know, we're being judged on, on our looks. No, we're being judged on the confidence that we portray on the outside. It's, you know, you could be any shape or size, but you walk on that stage and you are as confident as could be. The judges are going to be like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all about just owning who you are. And as well, in a day and age where we've got social media and Photoshopping and stuff like that, it's giving an example of what girls do actually look like in a in a swimwear. So I think mm. seeing them up on stage, there's no editing. That's just real life. So yeah, and I I think I think it's difficult for some men to understand and some women as well. I interviewed a pageant competitor over in the United States, and she actually entered the Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit search. And apparently, the director of swims, uh, Sports Illustrated, she put up this quote, which I thought was fantastic, which said, "A woman does not need to be modest in order to be respected." 
And when I when I heard that quote, I just thought that's so spot on. Um, but I think it's also I don't know how you feel about this, but trying to convince someone who's anti-pageant, would you even go there, or would you just say good luck to it's you? You've obviously got a different. <laughs> It's no point, is it? No, because they, they've got their minds set on that. The only thing I can share with them is my experience. And I always think for someone to have an opinion on pageants that doesn't has never been to a pageant or has never experienced a pageant, it's yeah. an uneducated opinion. You haven't yeah. done your research. You haven't spoken to the girls that enjoy pageants. So yeah. why even bother? If they're not going to put good research into an article, what's the point in even reading it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lauren, before we get back to these questions, there, there, there are more questions. Um, <laughs> can you tell everyone what to follow your journey and to support you? What are the best social media platforms to follow you on? Um, so I have my Facebook page, which is Miss Grand Wales Lauren Parkinson, so you can find me there. Um, also, my um, public page, you know, just my Lauren Parkinson page is public, um, so you can send me a friend request or just follow me on there. I post most of my stuff on Facebook, so um, or my Instagram is at Lauren Parkinson underscore underscore or at Miss Grand Wales. And good. That's all. That's all my social media handles. That's enough. That that's four four places for people to follow you on. To take care of. I I know the struggle. I have three. I have four Instagram accounts, four in Facebook pages, one personal <laughs> page, two websites. Uh, but my director is so good at promoting us as well. Like on the Pageant Girl UK page on Instagram and Facebook and the Miss Grand UK. There's they'll be posting stuff throughout the time we're in Myanmar, maybe with a time difference that we don't get time to post. She'll be posting a lot. I, I saw some on, on Instagram that there's like this, it's almost like a betting pool. They're taking favorites and, you know, who, who's going to win and, and things like that. And I've seen that you have been in a few of the, the people's like favorites. The hot uh, picks. The hot picks, sorry. Yeah. How does, does that make any difference to you at all i mean is it a good feeling does it feel like pressure or do you not pay much attention to it? i don't get phased by the pressure of it all um i think for me though it's given me um put my mind at ease knowing that i'm being recognized for um the good that i'm doing and for obviously the more active you are on social media the more the fans are going to notice you um so i think it's for me it's it's really given me like a little bit more of a confidence boost and pushed me a little bit more to do to do better at grand so yeah it's overall it's um really positive feedback and i'm all about taking in as much feed like as much opinions of others as much as long as it's not negative then i don't listen but um sure. If it's just unnecessary comments, I'm like, no. But if it's stuff like, oh, maybe you should try this or maybe this would suit your body type more, I'm like, okay, then, yeah, that's fine, as long as it's constructive. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you get some of the other types as well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Questions. Um, I apologize. I'm only getting into these now. As I said, I wanted to actually interview Lauren for, for a bit. <laughs> so we'll go back to the questions now. Now, Apollonia just wrote three laughing emojis, but I don't know what that was in relation to. <laughs> Sophia Mayers, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that, has asked, what's your favorite pageant hairstyle? I always go for curls <laughs> all the time. I did actually want to try straight hair, but um, my hair's just not full enough 
this is all my, I never wear extensions I've never worn extensions um and I don't even think I'd know how to style them my mum's a hairdresser I don't have to do it myself <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like mum do whatever <laughs> go for it but kills gives me a bit more volume and makes my hair look more fuller okay uh, Megan or Megan Darlington has asked, do you know what tasks you will be doing throughout the day at Grand? We don't. We've had a basic itinerary which just says activities. But what activities are those? <laughs> That's, that could be anything. Activities. I know. I know there'll be a lot of sightseeing. I just hope there's no zip lining and no bungee jumping. No. Because... I don't want to do it. I don't want to put my life at risk. You're safe on a bungee jump. You're attached to something. Oh, no. No. I did a zipline last year, and it was fun, but I would never do it again. Are you afraid of heights? Slightly, maybe. Have you skydived? No, my sister has, and I will never do it. It's too much. It's too much for me. I'll just stay firmly on the ground. Fair enough, but I think if you win, then I think you should celebrate with a skydive. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, you'll be in a plane anyway. I mean, you can jump out of it with a parachute on. Okay. Um, Sonia, or Sonja, again, really, pronouncing names correctly to me is really important. So I apologize if I'm butchering your names. But Sonia Wilson has asked, how will you cope with being away from your family whilst you are competing? Um, so it's three weeks. I actually was away from my family for three weeks in June and July. Um, I just FaceTime them and I'll talk to them all the time. I'm, I'm very much independent. I traveled to Texas last year on my own. I've traveled to America this year on my own for three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, it's something I feel comfortable with. It's not, it's never out of the ordinary for me. I'm really close to my mum, though, so I'll probably have to FaceTime her every day. But she's actually coming to support, so she'll be in the audience somewhere watching me. So the answer is you don't need to do it without your family because your mum and your friend are coming with you. Okay. Yeah. Easy question then. All right. Nadia King has asked, are you nervous about anything? And do you have any tips for overcoming nerves? Um, am I nervous for anything? So my nerves actually haven't kicked in yet. Um, I think I'm like usually the night before person that nerves will kick in. Um, the only thing I'm probably nervous for is packing my suitcase and seeing if everything can fit in. <laughs> At the moment, that's my top priority is making sure everything will fit in. Okay. And do you have any tips for dealing with the nerves that are associated with your packing? <laughs> um, hand it over to my mum. <laughs> <laughs> she can have all the stress. So hang on. So mum deals with stress. She deals yeah. with the hair. She deals with the packing. What else does she deal with? Well, she doesn't deal with all the on-stage stuff. That's all me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think you need to pay your mum more. <laughs> Actually, mums are like lifesavers. They really are. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. Chloe Lake says you are doing amazingly. That's not oh, a question. I love you, Chloe. Uh, now, E double L I W. How do you pronounce that? Is that a Welsh name? E double L I W. Okay. I can't pronounce that. Married. I think I'm saying it right. 
Welsh. Don't get me to pronounce Welsh names. Still, I'm not even going to. Still messaged me in a bit saying you said it wrong. We should do the rest of the interview in, in Welsh. Um, well, she has written, well done, with four love hearts. Oh, thank you. Megan Goldberger has asked, what are you most looking forward to at the finals? I mean, you did say bikini is your new favourite section, but is there anything else that you're looking forward to at the finals? I think just sharing the experience with all the girls. I mean, we've already got a group chat at the moment. Um, Australia's in there. She's in our group chat. She's lovely. Yep, I've interviewed her. Uh, yeah, so um, so far we're all getting along so well and we're all in the group chat and we all just can't wait to actually meet each other because we've all been talking now for a few days getting to know each other. So it's going to be so much fun. Doesn't sound stressful at all. No. <laughs> Jody Arabella Dame has written yeah, hi, Win hi, She's written Win It for Wales. She is the whole package sending love. Oh, thank you. And she's also asked underneath, have you learned any Myanmar language? Um, so I actually put in my, I've got my video coming out soon. I've just sent it over to Miss um, Grand International. Um, and I was learning how to say hello, but I don't even know if I've got it down. I was trying to watch YouTube videos and just trying to help. <laughs> Yeah, Burmese is a hard language. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be harder than Welsh. No, no, probably not. <laughs> well, I mean, Welsh I, is a pretty hard language. I look at the Welsh words and I have a stroke. I don't even speak fluent Welsh. Um, we were made to learn it in school, um, but it's not something we tend to use. Like More of the smaller villages speak more Welsh than we do, but here... There's not much Welsh. We think we've got one Welsh school, and that's right. it. It's a, it's a very dying language, and I wish I would have um, paid more attention in Welsh class. Um, but my auntie speaks Welsh, and she tries to teach me every now and again. It's a really melodic language. It, it always sounds like you're, you could be saying whatever you want, but it would still yeah. sound like poetry. Yeah. My friends came from Puerto Rico, um, Texas, and one of them's Mexican, and they stayed in um, a village next to mine in a really nice cottage. And they were like, oh, we're staying in Langolin. And I'm like, do you mean Langotlin? And they were like, yeah. I was like, okay. And they were like, say it again, say it again. When I was in Wales, we stayed at a place that was spelt Dolgelau, D-O-L. Yeah. And I just gave up. I'm like, the, the English spelling has no correlation to how you actually say this. So the inn owner said something, said what you said. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that's Yeah, fine. that's actually like just near, we've got um, a family house like by the seaside and Dogetla is just by there. So I know all that part of Wales. It was a really, really nice place. I mean, we drove there from yeah. Cardiff and we drove through what looked like ancient forest and there was no one for miles and miles. It was really, oh, really nice. Oh, that would have been the Bracken Beacons. It's That's really right. nice up there. But I always get car sick because the roads are like this. You don't get car sick if you drive. Oh, um, I, my mum was driving. And then so, the last time I went, I drove. <laughs> so I was yeah. fine then. But when my mum was driving, I was like. No, the answer is definitely for you to drive. Then you don't <laughs> yeah. have to put up with your mum's driving. Okay. Uh, Megan Darlington has written Day 5 Activity Bush Tucker Trial. Bush I, I don't know what that means. Um, Have you ever seen the TV show I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here? I, I don't have time to watch any TV. so my. <laughs> it's basically where they just eat, like, bugs. 
like they'll put spiders in their mouth or um, witchery grubs and stuff like that. I'm sure it's well, filmed in Australia. It, it probably is. Look, Miss Grand Australia 2017, Cass, um, Cassandra Cassian, she was on reality TV once. I oh, think it was wow. The Bachelor or something. Cass, if you're watching, I'm sorry. Um, but they made her eat cockroaches. No. And she's petrified of cockroaches. So can you imagine having to eat one? So she put one I in her mouth, but then had to spit it out. I'd be like, this is, this is over. My time's out. Bye. <laughs> I'm not cut out for this. You're on your own. Okay. Um, Sonia Wilson has written, Adrian, men's pageants are a growing industry. Would you compete? What do you think about pageants for guys, Lauren? Well, why don't you go first, Lauren? What do you think about pageants for guys? Um, I'm going to be honest. Like I said before, if, I, if you haven't got um, knowledge of it, then I, I don't really know what to say because I don't really have much knowledge on men's pageants. Um, obviously, I, I've seen some on Instagram and stuff like that, but we don't have them in the UK much. Yeah. Um, but no, go for it. If that's what they want to do, Like, just we do it as well. So I'm all for it. Go for it. If it's something that you, you want to do and you enjoy doing, then yeah, I'm all for it. That's a good answer. I also like the fact that you don't judge things that you don't know anything about because, to my mind, in society, that's a huge problem. People speaking like experts about things they know nothing about. Yeah. Very, and very... I'm always one to admit, if I don't know something, I'll be like, listen, I don't know that. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, which I, I think we need more of. Um, and Sonia, as for myself, someone actually asked me if I would compete in a men's pageant, and my answer was, I don't have time. Um, <laughs> I, I love what I'm doing. I love this side of it. So I would not want to give up this side of it to do a pageant. Um, I'm not comfortable being the center of attention myself, which is why I love interviewing other people because I get other people to talk and I get to listen and I don't have to hear myself talk. Um, but if, if someone wants to compete in it, that's great. Um, similarly to Lauren, I haven't actually attended one before, but um, one of my friends, Anthony uh, Wayne, who has competed, I think, in a lot of pageants here in Australia, He's, um, he's done really, really well, and he seems to love it. So if the opportunity came up and I had time, it'd be a yes. But Do it. I, I don't have much time in, in my life at the moment. Uh, okay, we'll wrap this up, and then uh, Lauren will go to our final 10 questions. Amy O'Dell has asked, I'm doing my first pageant, Miss Voluptuous UK, at the end of the month. Any tips? Um. Just being yourself. Um, I think you actually have to represent that title for a year. And if you are nothing but yourself, then it's going to be hard to um, obviously fake it. Um, so one of the main things is just be yourself. Make sure the judges um, get to know more about you because the interview portion is just them wanting to know your opinions, know your views. And I think just really helping them understand who you are and what you represent is one of the main things and on stage just rock it sassy as anything just enjoy it and just take as much from that experience as possible sounds good uh final question and then we'll go to our final 10 questions jody arabella damba has asked what is the essence of being a miss grand international I think for me, a um, good listener is one of the main things. You know, you have to travel all around the world and listen to other people's stories. And you need to be engaging as well and always know that you are always being watched and you have to be the best version of yourself. Like I've always said, always be you, but always be the best version of you. 
Um, so I think just truly understanding the trouble times that other people have and mm. being sympathetic and showing a, a level of empathy towards others um, and just overall being a good positive role model for everyone that is looking at you and supporting you. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I covered that. Sounds like a good answer to me. Lauren, before we go to the final 10 questions, I like to give you a chance to give a shout out to any sponsors or any family. Obviously, we've talked about your mum a fair bit, <laughs> but anyone who's been there for you through thick and thin. So take it away. My mum, <laughs> my best friends, uh, everyone that supported me. Um, I love you all so much. And to my amazing sponsors, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that's it. And my director, she's awesome. I love it. And the team as well that she's got behind her. They're all, they're always answering my emails. I'm like, hi, it's me again. <laughs> so who are, who are your sponsors? You mentioned sponsors, but you haven't actually named them. So who are the sponsors? Um, so I have Sheila, who um, obviously do my um, eyelashes. They did my eyelashes for the UK finals. Um, Julian um, Fiddemore, who um, off, just helps me out with everything. Um, and then I had um, Karina Shirt, who Where Dreams Came True. She actually helped me with the UK finals um, and she helped me get my dress. And it was just so much help because otherwise I wouldn't have done um, another pageant just because my funding wasn't there. So I think they all, they all contributed and helped me out. Yeah. Now, on, on that note, I know that Miss Galaxy, at least here in Australia, and Miss Intercontinental have Miss Pe uh, have Miss have People's Choice. Does Miss Grand? I mean, are there, is there any way for your fans or supporters to support you in your journey? So I don't think um, they have a People's Choice as such just yet. I think it kind of comes out towards the time when we get there. Okay. Um, I'm sure last year there was, but we haven't had much um, information on that side of things. I suppose we'll probably get it whilst we're there. Um, but if everyone follows my social media, um, I'm sure I'll update you guys with everything else that's happening. Okay. Sounds perfect. Um, and Jodie Arabella has written, we love you, Lauren, from Critical Beauty. Oh, I love you too. So Critical Beauty is a, um, a big um, online pageant source on Facebook. They have their own groups and they put in their stuff that's going on in the international pageant world. And they've all been so supportive of me on my journey to Miss Grand International. So thank you, Jodie. I love you. Perfect. Getting lots and lots of likes. Okay. Lauren, the final 10 questions. This is as pageantesque as we'll get in this interview. So... <laughs> Number one, what is your favorite word? Positivity. I use it quite often. You've got to remain positive. Sounds good. Okay, question two, what is your least favorite word? I can't. That's two, but that's going to be my, my thing. It can't. When someone says I can't do this, I'm like, but you can't. You've got to get that mentality of, I can do this. Yeah, I completely get that. That's actually quite a popular answer. So, yeah. All right, question three. In life, what turns you on or what gets you excited? Food. <laughs> Put a plate of food in front of me and I'm like, what what is your? I got to say, when I was in the UK, one thing I was not a fan of was the food. I was over in Swansea, and everything was just grease and salt and 
I felt like I died. So what, what are your favorite yeah. meals? Um, actually, I'm not a fan of British food. I love Mexican food. I'm all about spicy food. And mm. my mum hates me every time I cook. So what, so what was you love Mexican food? So do you, what's your favorite dish to cook? Um, I like tacos. Um, I do <laughs> fajitas, <laughs> anything really. As long as it's Mexican. Okay. I don't think this is... Um, Did this... My friends are Mexican, so they cooked... We went to um, Taco Bell in America. The Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> I'm not sure if Taco Bell really classifies as Mexican. They said that, but I don't believe them. I think it's full-on Mexican. That's as Mexican as you can get. <laughs> Unless you actually went to Mexico. Um, I, I went I'm going to ta- go. I went to Taco Bell when I was in America, and it didn't seem Amer- uh, Mexican at all to me. It just seemed like everything was five times the size of your face. Yes. Yeah, see, we had a running joke when I said that I love Mexican food. They were like, oh, so what Mexican restaurant do you want to go to? And I was like, Taco Bell, obviously. And they were all like, no, Lauren, that's not real Mexican. <laughs> it's really not. But okay. I tell you what, the director of Galaxy makes a mean pork roast and rice and beans and she's Puerto Rican, and that was so good. Right, rice and beans sounds much better than Taco Bell. Roast. Yeah, it yep. was really good. Shout yeah, out to okay. Maria Torres for her pork roast rice and beans. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking about this because I'm getting hungry. Question four, what turns you off? Um, negative people. I just can't have them in my life. I like to surround myself with like-minded people and I think if you're going to be negative about a situation and not look at the positive aspect of it, then I can't. Sounds good to me. Okay, question five. What sound or noise do you love? Cheering. Because it's people that you love supporting you. Like, I love being on stage and hearing my mum. She's like, go on, Lauren. So you <laughs> like the cheering. Noise. So any fans in the crowd and in, in the crowd for you, they need to cheer loudly. I know. I'll just hear my mum's voice in the audience at Miss Grand International. Well, as long as you hear at least one voice, that's all that matters. Uh, okay. What about what sound or noise do you hate? Cutlery scratching on a plate. Mm. It's horrible. No, I start going like this. <laughs> what a lovely facial expression. Okay, similar to um, nails on a chalkboard. Oh, we didn't have chalkboards in school, though, so we didn't hear that very often. That's the thing. See, a lot of people have entered nails on a chalkboard, and I'm like, they don't have chalkboards anymore, so I think no. you're making this up. We had whiteboards. Question seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Teleportation. Just so I could travel to see all my friends from all over the world. I'll be like, pop up and I'm like, I'm here. That would be so much easier. Also, sounds like a neat way of popping into Taco Bell. Yeah. I'll be like, Mom, I'm just going to go grab some Mexican food. (laughs) Come home with Taco Bell. Oh, dear. Okay, question eight. What occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? 
I would love to do air hostessing. I think that would be so good being a part of a cabin crew. Um, I enjoy traveling, so I think it would be the perfect opportunity to work and travel at the same time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what about what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Hairdressing. My mum tried to get me to do it once. I'm no good with hair. <laughs> it's a little bit ironic. I know. I'm good at makeup. I just can't do hair. So what happens when you do your own hair? This. <laughs> I thought that looked lovely. Okay. I, I take it back. It looks horrible if you say so. I mean, <laughs> I don't know much about hair, obviously, but it looks fine to me. I can't blow dry my own hair. I much prefer it when my mum does it. Good old mum. Okay. Final yeah. question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? There's a pageant waiting for us. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Heaven. Miss, Miss Immortal 2020. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be good. It would be like a mix between Victoria's Secrets with the angel wings and a pageant. Do you do any modelling, speaking about Victoria's Secret? Um, no, uh, there's not much opportunity um, where I live. I live in a small village. Um, there's not much modelling opportunity. If I was to live in, say, Cardiff or one of the main yeah. cities, then there probably would be. Um, but for the moment, I just enjoy um, one of my favourite photographers is Stacey Clark over in the UK. She's Welsh. Mm -hmm. And I just enjoy traveling to her and we'll just do some photo shoots just for like headshots and stuff like that. So, yeah. So you, you say you're in a small village. So is your plan to stay there uh, for the foreseeable future or are you looking to, I can, so you're planning to move somewhere else? I want to. Um, I'm, my lifelong goal would be to carry on doing real estate, um, but probably do it on a bigger scale. So I'd actually love to move to America to do it there because the property value is just so much better for your money. Um, so I would love to go and get my license and do it out there. I'm sensing a common theme with your answers revolving around America and Mexico. I, I love America. I, I, can't dis I can't disagree with you on that. I mean, America is getting a lot of negative press, but the times I've been over there, and I guess it depends who you're surrounding yourself with, but the times I've been over there in America, I love their sort of attitude if you're trying to do something. Everyone's so lovely. Well, that's what I found. But, again, I think, it, I think America really breaks into two countries. It's the lovely people and then the other people. <laughs> you must have just surrounded yourself with the right people. Uh, before I let you go, Lauren, Stacey Darlington has written My Pageant Daughter Love. Oh, so that's Miss Grand England's mum. Oh, okay. All right, that would explain it. A lot yeah. of these comments, I don't, I don't really know what they mean, but I'm glad that you do. Uh, and then finally, Whitney Montgomery has written, My Love mother. you, Lauren Parkinson from Texas. Oh, love you, Whitney. Look, Lauren, best of luck over there um, in Myanmar in, what, three weeks, is it? Yes, so we fly out on the 4th. It's coming it's close. Yeah, yeah, it looks like you're more than ready for it. So best oh, of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you.
and thank you for your time. I'll just keep you for a little bit longer after this, but I want to thank everyone for watching as yeah, well. Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And make sure that you follow Lauren on all her social medias. And if you're in the crowd when she's on stage, apparently she wants to you to yell very, very loudly. So <laughs> bear that in mind. But thanks, everyone, for watching, and we'll speak to you again soon. Hey, it's Adrian again. Thanks so much for watching or listening to our interview. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe if you'd like to hear more interviews in the future. And also don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at The Pageant Project. Speak to you soon. Thank you.